1: So I didn't start running till my sophomore year in high school. That's when I joined cross country. And I was one of the last on the team to finish runs, like in practices and in meets. By the end of the year, I was around the second or third girl coming in uh, behind one of the best in the state. And that's kind of where my love for running developed.
2: Women's running, running, running. running running
1: stories. My name is Cassie Parker. I graduated from Loris College this last May of 2023. I was a collegiate runner, a distance runner for cross country and track and field
2: And that collegiate career that Cassie Parker just finished was one of the best D3 running careers on record. But before we get on to her story, as well as how it all went down for her at the USATF Seven Mile National Championships, which just took place this last weekend, July 29th, 2023, at the Big 7 in Davenport, Iowa... I want to welcome you to Women's Running Stories. I am Sheree Louise Turner. I am your host and producer. And this podcast is a proud member of the Evergreen Network of Podcasts. There's another podcast in this network that I also think you will really enjoy, and that is The Planted Runner. Every episode, host and running coach Claire Bartholic brings you information that you can apply to your own running. In particular, I really like the mental minute. She's got one in every episode. And these are just quick tips on how you can improve your mental strength in running. And not only that, but I find that a lot of these tips apply to regular life as well. But I'm always looking for ways to up my mental game. And just having these little reminders, it just gives me something to focus on in the moment. And even if they're things I've done before, they're always good to come back to. So yeah, Claire's episodes are full of really tangible, useful information. And I encourage you to go give it a listen. She comes out with new episodes every Thursday. So be sure to subscribe. Again, it is The Planted Runner. And of course, look to the show notes for links to how you can find the podcast. Now on to the episode. Cassie Parker did find her love of running in high school, and by her description, she had an average high school running career, and her plans going into college did not involve running racing at all. But she had a change of heart, and she decided to race with the non-NCAA club running teams at the University of Iowa. Parker transferred to Loris the following year, where she began her D3 career, racing cross-country as well as indoor and outdoor track. In the realm of goals, she set her sights very high.
1: And so I kind of had these goals in mind of I already knew what I wanted to do when I transferred to Loris. I was looking at the Nationals record list, and I was like, really cool to get the 5K record. For some reason, I wanted the 5K record. I was like, I can do that.
2: Cassie had big goals, indeed. And her collegiate career was marked by a steady progression, determination, and increased success. She was looking far down the road, but taking the intermediate steps to get there. Her first aim was to become an All-American, which she did her very first cross-country season at Loris in 2018. And as she says...
1: Um, And that's kind of where, yeah, where everything kind of started rolling.
2: All right. Well, maybe not immediately. Cassie's first indoor season was marked by burnout and less than thrilling performances. But that all shifted for the outdoor season.
1: You know, for outdoor, I wanted to try the 10K. And my coach was like, oh, your mileage isn't really the best, but we can for sure try it. So I ran my first 10k and it actually was a solid time. It was like 35 minutes and like 34 seconds somewhere around there. And I was ranked 7th in the nation. And then for the 5k, I think I was like 12th or 13th that season. But that was my first outdoors experience. And I remember running the 10k at Outdoor Nationals that year and I was just sticking with the top group because I knew I was seven, I was gonna be around six, seven, eight um, at the 5K. And I was like, I feel really good, kind of went out slow. Um, so at the 5K, I took the lead and no one stuck with me. And I was finishing and I was just mind blown that no one wanted to stick with me or no one you know, went with me or pushed me or challenged me for a national title. Uh, so that was my first national title in 2019. And that was probably where my confidence grew the most and my motivation. And then I ended up coming back two days later in All-American in the 5k. It was super hot that day. It was like 90 degrees. <laughs> as I remember everyone was just overheated. But and then that was also when our team won the very first national championship in Laura's history. So that was an amazing experience uh, with my teammates.
2: Coming off of that outstanding outdoor season, Cassie went in to the 2019 cross-country season feeling fit and confident with a goal to place in the top five at the national championships. And she met that goal with a fifth-place finish. And then COVID hit. Shutting down racing through 2020 all the way until the outdoor season the following year.
1: Outdoor nationals 2021, I got runner up in the 10 K and seventh in the five K. And from that point, I knew I was going to have to start working a little bit harder to, to reach the goals I wanted to achieve. So the last two years uh, with the help of my coaches And the help of my assistant coach, who always helped pace me in workouts and stuff, uh, we set some goals, like I wanted to win cross-country title, um, and I wanted to to obviously win some indoor and outdoor races. So going into 2021 cross-country, just kind of building my mileage, my fitness was getting better, and that's where I... 2021 was where I won my first cross-country national title, and then that just kind of rolled right into indoor season, um, and this was my last year of eligibility, and so we went to indoor nationals. I was entered in the 5K, 3K, in the DMR team, and so the 5K, I was pushed a little bit. I mean, the goal was to just kind of to roll easy in front, but I did come away with the win. There, and then I had about two hours to recover for the anchor leg on the DMR. And I just remember, like, I was excited. Obviously, I was nervous, but I was excited because I just love racing. And I remember Alyssa was on the third leg, and she was able to, like, put ourselves in, like, fifth or fourth. And I remember getting the baton, like, oh, my gosh, I really hope, like, we can do this. Like, I've never you know, push myself like this before. But I was able to to kind of stay in that position and I tried to go for the win, but I was out kicked and we ended up getting runner up. And that was pretty exciting for our team. We were really pumped up about the next day. And then coming into the next day, because I stole the 3K, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't think I'm gonna be able to do this because my legs are so tired. Like I ran two races. But I was able to kind of control the race and come away with the win. And I was like, it was probably one of the best weekend performances I've ever done. Um, So that was just an amazing experience.
2: Cassie would go on to earn runner-up spots in the 5K and 10K at the Outdoor Nationals in 2022. And then she won her second cross-country national title in the winter of that year. With no more indoor eligibility in 2023, Cassie turned her focus completely on the outdoor season with some big goals. She had already set the D3 10K record the year before at a meet at Stanford, but she still had her sights set on that 5K record.
1: Yeah, my senior year, I was really able to just kind of build on mileage for this upcoming track season. And I think that was a really nice thing to have without worrying about racing every other weekend. And then, you know, because then I don't feel like you get the proper buildup of mileage. And so coming back for racing, I was a little nervous because I was like, I don't know if I'm in shape. I haven't raced in a while. Um, But we did a tune up and I felt good. And then we always fly, we've flown out to Stanford the last two years and that's where I ran my, my first fast 10K where I broke the national record the first time, and so we decided to go out there for the 10K and 5K. So we went out to Stanford for the 10K, and it was a really packed field um, with Division One athletes, Division One All-Americans. Um, so it was just kind of nice to have people to run with, and I was just kind of able to to get in a pack and just kind of settle and go for it there. Um, and that's where I reset the D three national record in the 10 K and I went thirty two thirty six, and that was a pretty great feeling. But then I was like, I still got one more race coming up. Like we still got to break this 5 K record that I set my mind to do when I was a freshman in college, like five years prior. So we went back out there two weeks later to run the 5 K and I was probably the m- most nervous I've ever been for a race just because it was one of the hardest records in Division Three, by far. So I remember running for the 5K, and I did go out a little too fast, but there was two packs. There was a pack up front and then a pack kind of behind on pace, so I decided to go out hard and just kind of stick with it Um, I remember finishing, and I was trying to just hold my legs together because I was like, I really want this, and I I wasn't sure there was going to be another moment I was going to be able to break it. And I remember finishing in, like, 1537, and I remembered, I mean, I knew the record was, like, 1537, but I didn't know if it was, like, what the point seconds was. So when we got our official results, we realized it was... 15 37.00 and then I was like well that's for sure it but I mean I was a little disappointed I wasn't able to break it by more but I mean I still broke it and I still ran a pretty good time and I mean that was enough for me and we just kind of rolled with my fitness through outdoor season and I was finally able to accomplish the the 10k 5k double at outdoor and kind of put a cap to really nice, uh, finish to my collegiate career.
0: There is no hood like parenthood. When you meet a fellow parent, you just kind of get each other on a whole nother level. Hi, I'm Kanika Chanda Gupta. I'm a former CNN journalist, mom of three, including twins and host of that Total mom sense, the podcast, I interview changemakers on their life lessons, legacy, and superpower of intuition, aka their mom sense and dad sense. I've had some pretty amazing parents on my show. Hey, what's up? I'm Kelly Rowland. Hi, this is Chelsea Clinton. It's me, Bobby Brown. Can't wait to share my story. Episodes release every Thursday. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and on YouTube. Join my tribe at com and follow me on Instagram at kanika gupta. I'm thrilled to be on this journey with you.
2: Putting those outstanding finishing touches on her incredible collegiate career Cassie has wasted no time in launching right into her pro career. She lined up just a few weeks ago at the USATF 6K National Championships, where she ran a solid race to finish eighth. And then she set her sights on the USATF 7 Mile National Champs at Bix. She had run this course twice before, once for fun right before her sophomore year, and then again last year as a member of the elite field. And although last year had drawn a stellar field, it wasn't a USA championship event.
1: This year after track, I kind of knew I wanted to do the bigs and I was really excited about it because I was maintaining my fitness. Whereas last year I was just kind of getting ready for cross country. And obviously I was able to go the elite field and this year it was um, a USA race. Um, So I knew the field was going to be a little bit faster than last year. Um, but I was still, still motivated and still like set my mind to be like top 10. Obviously I wanted to, to PR and it's a really tough course. It's the first half mile is probably straight uphill. And then you kind of, you turn and then it's like flat to downhill for the next two ish miles. And then a little bit of uphill, uh, you turn around, you go, Up, then down, and then back up for like two-ish miles. It's like gradual hill. And then you go down that hill and finish. Um, so it's a really tough course. And I think one of the things that was helping me is that I knew the course a little bit better than most of the elites. And I was kind of able to to train up for this race knowing the course and knowing how tough it was on me last year. And so this year I felt super prepared, you know, to accomplish my goals.
2: Cassie is also taking into account that with her collegiate racing behind her, she is up against a whole new level of competition. From here on out, she'll be racing against the best of the best at championship events, the ever more competitive women's pro elite field.
1: I would definitely say there's been kind of a mind adjustment to you know to running with these new people and running with really good athletes it's just kind of been like I get really nervous you know and then I'm kind of like overthinking it but then it's really nice because my fiance is able to kind of reassure me like no you belong in this field and that kind of reassures me but then it's like when I get on the line and the gun goes off like I'm just there to race like them and I definitely belong and I'm able to to kind of push myself and and so just kind of reassuring myself that, you know, I belong in the mix and I can, you know, definitely keep improving and even pushing myself further. Yeah, running with the best of the best, you know, Alphine and Annie Frisbee and all those other girls had a placed in front of me and just watching their careers the last couple of years has definitely been inspiring to me like you know just kind of following their lead like their their work ethic and just kind of remembering that maybe I can be up there with them in a couple of years just kind of I feel like it just keeps me motivated you know to keep working and trying to get up to their level you know and at these road races you know I'm just turning 24 next month so just having that in mind and I'm just like, I'm looking up to all these girls and we're like finishing in, you know, with me in the top 10. And I'm like, I feel like the youngest here. And so just kind of that drive, like I'm still like pretty young compared to them. And I still have so much ahead of me to improve. And I think that's like another aspect that's been kind of, you know, something to motivate me. Like after my, my 6k in Ohio, a US USA national championships. Like that was kind of something going into the Bix. Like, yes, I can get top 10, but in the future, like potentially I want to win a Bix. you know?
2: Cassie appears to be entering her pro career in a way that looks very similar to her collegiate career. She's got big future aspirations, but in the moment she's going after the step-by-step interim goals that can help get her there. So on Saturday, she lined up fit and ready to go after a top 10 finish and a race PR.
1: Yeah so after the gun went off I just kind of remember I was like right in the middle. I was going up the hill and I was like I can I can easily put this hill hill down Um, just because I was at my fiance's hometown and there's just An abundance of rolling hills. And so I was running on that every day, and I went up the hill, and I was like, it's just like my medium runs, like just going up a hill. It's not going to tire me out, like I've done these like the last two weeks. So just kind of keeping my mind positive and seeing some girls in front of me, and just keeping in mind, just because I ran the BICS last year, and I knew that some of the girls didn't know the course as well. So kind of using that to my advantage, um, I was able to use some hill strength and just kind of get behind some really good girls and kind of reaching the two miles like, okay, this is a really good like two mile time for going up the hill and kind of cruising downhill. And I remember a couple of the girls like looking over their shoulder and I was like, okay, they're tired because I only do that if I'm tired and I want to know how close people are behind me, which I really try not to be um, so I'm not wearing out my energy and this was only about around the 3 miles and I was like okay I'm closing the gap on them and I knew if I if I passed them I would be able to kind of hold my position and it was really nice being at the Bix too because it's kind of like a hometown feeling of at any point during the race you know I hear people like cheering for me or they just know me and it was really awesome because there was so many people cheering for me, like at every, every mile marker, I always heard someone saying, go Cassie. Um, so that was really awesome and just kind of, you know, helped push me a little bit. So then at, kind of at the halfway point, I remember cause that's kind of where the, the gradual hill <coughs> incline starts for about two, two and a half miles. And at that point, there was a Jesse Carden on Hanson Brooks kind of passed me and I kind of knew like at some point I might have, I was going to probably get passed and I was kind of fatiguing out a little bit. And so two other Hanson Brooks girls, Ann Marie Blaney and Olivia, uh, they ended up passing me and I was just trying to kind of close the gap on them and maintain my position in eighth place. And I remember after the, it was like about five and a half miles in, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm really tired. Like, it's just, you're still going uphill. And I was like, well, if I'm tired, they're tired. Like, I just got to finish. Like, I really I felt like I was on set to PR and, you know, I didn't know how far the girls behind me were. But I was like, I just got to get to the top of that downhill and then just, just go from there. Um, so I was kind of able to, to kind of close the gap and I was really grateful when I saw the, the downhill and that's kind of where you really start, start rolling like around five flat pace. And I was like, you know, I can do this. I can close the gap and maybe catch them, you know, just from hill workouts, I, I can recover pretty fast downhills and then we to the finish and I felt pretty strong and closed the gap a little bit wasn't really able to catch anyone um, but I held my position and I remember looking at the clock and I was like 38 minutes I was like that's like over a minute PR for me and so when I finished I, I got together with the Handsome Bricks girls and you know we celebrated and went back to the elite tent and um, I realized I yeah i had like a minute and like 25 second PR, which was like a huge deal. Um, because the time I ran last year, one not even been like top 10. So I was just kind of impressed with myself. Like that is a really difficult course. And I remember everyone was like, you're not kidding. Like that course was difficult. And I was like, yes, it is. You know, especially for it being a USA championship, you know, I, the field was definitely faster than last year. Um, I was just, you know, really motivated to be top 10. You know, I want to put myself in a position from the start, you know, and just hold on and be able to push myself and, you know, achieve my goals. So I definitely surpassed my goals of being top 10 and pring. So that was a, a really, really good day for me. Um, and just being able to be there with, You know, former teammates and future teammates, and some, you know, elite athletes who are very nice and welcoming and encouraging and motivating.
2: With another strong performance in the books, Cassie is setting up to take her next big steps, joining her new team and planning for the future of her pro career.
1: So, right now, I'm taking some downtime after the BICS. Just a couple weeks off running. I'm still kind of like cross training, swimming and biking. But I'll start back up here in a couple weeks uh, training for my upcoming season. I am joining the Hanson Brooks in this coming week. So hoping to move out there at the end of August and start training with the group, getting ready for their season. You know, like they can push me and hopefully I can push them and we can do some really good stuff together the next couple of years. So I'm really excited about, you know, this new new adventure I'm going to take. I know they do um, cross country, so that will be, that'll be fun and exciting. And then just training for the upcoming track season. And obviously it's a uh, Olympics year. So trying to do everything I can to just make it to Olympic trials this coming year.
2: Of this race report a huge congratulations to Cassie Parker on earning her way onto her first pro team and also congratulations on a truly remarkable college career and also for meeting these first goals as a pro runner. Cassie will be focusing on the 10k for her first upcoming Olympic trials bid and of course I wish her great strength and health in all her upcoming ventures. No doubt, the experience and wisdom she gained through her college career will serve her well. She's a really exciting new pro to watch, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what comes next. I want to thank Cassie Parker for sharing her running story and for sharing how it all went down at the USATF Seven Mile National Championships. For stories focused on earlier races in the season, please see our previous race reports. We have one race report featuring Molly Huddle talking about the New York City half marathon and all the rest of them have been focused on the USATF road race circuit events. These are national championship events for various distances that take place all around the country all year long. Each event offers up some nice cash prizes for the elite pro fields, as well as the opportunity to win a national title. Racers also earn points that go toward the overall series rankings. And currently, the top three in the standings after Bix are Edna Kurgat, Nell Rojas, and Emma Grace Hurley. And we happen to have race reports featuring each one of these runners. All right, well, that is going to do it for this episode. Please look to the show notes for links to How to Keep Up with the Planted Runner, and also ways you can keep up with women's running stories. I will also include links to our earlier race reports. Thank you so much for listening. I always appreciate you being here. I also want to let you know that I do not make these episodes all by myself. Cormac O'Regan makes all of the original music that you hear, and he does that from his home studio here in Cork, Ireland. And with that... I am signing off for now. This is Sheree Louise Turner, your host and producer of Women's Running Stories. I am coming to you from my home closet studio, also in Cork, Ireland. And until next week, I wish you healthy, joyful strides forward. Women's Running
0: running stories. Stories.